It's the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast that isn't allowed to be listed as comedy. I am Boomer Bob in fighting temp bands from incels and discord. He's gluten for punishment. John Jamingo. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I got instant, no, perm, temporary band. You know, it's That's funny, the, band, the, yeah. the discord nitwits or that one discord that you were in and I was in temporarily until I got bounced. It is a childish free-for-all over there, what it is. It's just kind of like a bully land. In other words, they're all in there bullying each other. And Would you expect anything else out no. of the blunder from down under? It is basically adult middle school in that place. And it's not bad. I mean, I guess if that's what you're into, but... See, the thing is, I don't have any powers, and the only way to get powers in that place is to pay. And I would mm -hmm. rather take five hours once a month and set it on fire and let them all watch it burn than give them $5. So that's why I would never pay a dollar, $5, 50 cents, a nickel, one red penny. Yeah, I mean, I was okay when it was going to the actual curator but then I found out that uh, it could very well be going to others who I'm not a big fan of. So I, well, don't get me wrong. I understand what they're doing. You could bid on owning it. Yeah, yeah. You could own the Discord, um, which means you have powers. You can't like delete it or anything. But if you want to delete a bunch of things in it, you could. Right. But, so yeah. and and I'm not giving them a penny. So I have no powers. So I'm just a mere mortal in there, and all they middle school nitwits in there they would just like they can ban you or change your nickname and it's it was crazy so i i had left for a long time you know that and yeah. then when uh one of them said to me come on back and so i did and i was just kind of sitting in there and i never really paid too much attention and the one time that i kind of chatted up a little because two or two guys were in there fighting <laughs> they were keyboard fighting which was fun to watch uh, next thing oh, you know, that was, yeah, Drew and, uh, right. yeah. I got, so then they bounced me out of there, and I was like, that's it. I'm not going back. And now they're begging me to come back. Why, Bob? Because I'm a star, and I, and people want to hear what I have to say. That's the problem, Bob. I see it as more of you're a target, and you don't move that fast. Well, and either that's, or I like that's right up their alley, <laughs> slow-moving targets. God damn you, Bob. I hate that. I like to think of me <laughs> as a star. That's what I want to think of me as, a star. Yeah, that's it. You're you're right. Big podcast star. People need to know want, what I think. They they get to brag on Twitter that they fucked with you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we actually have our own Discord server. There's cobwebs and dust in there and probably a few dead cockroaches because we did have the place I, exterminated. I, the other day I saw rat shit and I'm like, I'm not cleaning uh, that see? up. See? Yeah. It's so we do have happening. our own Discord server. And I don't even think we advertise that. We should advertise that. Um, I mean, isn't it, is it in the uh, de descriptions at You know all? what? I will have to put it in the show notes and then gotcha. maybe on the social medias too. Just uh, make sure when you create the link and if you need me to do it for you, you have to create a link that never expires. Okay. I need that because I'm not very Discord it's very easy. savvy. I mean, I know a little. I'm dangerous, Bob. I know a little. You know who the laziest people are? The laziest people are the journalists that write stories about what happens on Twitter. And then I get involved in it, and it happened twice. And the first one is where Elon Musk went on there, and he said something about people's pronouns. And then everybody just jumps on them. They just pile on. It's the, the keyboard terrorists that come in, and they start bullying 
the, this guy sends rocket ships into this into space and and then it has them come down and land like the the booster rockets come down and land and they're giving him shit because he doesn't understand why we have to have so many pronouns and what and to me I'm done with pronouns in other words first of all bob if you have your pronouns listed on your twitter or your instagram or any of your social media you're an asshole I, i'm sorry if you have to last, if you have to list your pronouns on there, it's pretentious, is what it is. We should start a thing where you you don't list your pronouns, you list your adjectives like asshole, maybe what else? Fat, not pronouns. Stupid, adverbs. Dickhead. Why don't we list two adverbs instead of pronouns? <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I just don't understand. It's like, listen, this. If you are a man or a woman, or you look like a woman but are a man or look like a man, but are a woman. I don't care. Whatever you look like, that is the pronoun that I'm going to address address you with. So in other words, Caitlyn Jenner, I would say she, because he now looks like a she. You know, if you want to transition, I'm trying to think any women that I know that transitioned into men. I can't think of any. Oh, what's her name? Elliot, uh, from uh, Juno. I can't think of her last name now. You mean Alan Page? Alan Page? Elliot Page. That's it. I would... You know what? No. She doesn't look like a he. So she still gets the she. Whatever you look like, that's the pronoun yeah, you get. But for our convenience, we're still going to refer to it as a straight white male. No. Not me. Because it, 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 it takes away all of her rights to bitch about anything. Well... Again, and then they, them, is only when there's more than one. And that's all I'm doing. I want to identify as a bank teller just long enough to go in there and rob the fucking place. <laughs> well, my, my thing is that I look at you, and that's how I identify you. I don't know what fucking shit's going on in your head. I don't know if you have gender dysmorphia. I don't know, or sex dysmorphia, whatever that is. I don't know if you have that. I don't know if you've been abused. I don't know if you've been raped. I don't know if you're a rapist. Are you judging that by the Jack Johnson record that's on my uh, wall right here? Yeah, I don't (laughs) know any of that about you. I look at you, and what my eyes bring back to me goes to my brain, and it says you either a male or a female. And that's what I'm going with. I don't have time for any of this other bullshit. I don't want, I'm not going to go look at your social media. I have time. I just don't straight out. Just don't give a fuck. Well, that's you, true too. Whatever business we have, let's get it over with so I can move on. Right. Uh, they were jumping on him because of what, they, what he named his son. He said, they said his, his son's name was XAEA-12. Yeah. And they said, that's not a name. It's a Wi-Fi password. Which was really a good Wi-Fi password, I would think. But it's difficult to get that that uh, AE thing. You got to hold down A and then go up and slide over. The only only time I've ever noticed that particular ca- character was the band Tool used it for the name of their like third album. It's called Anima, and they did the AE thing. Ah, uh, uh, George Takei, Sulu from Star Trek, jumped in. After what you initially named your own child, this tweet is truly ironic. Oh, my. You know, while I was going over my bank account and, like, paying bills and stuff and, and having to 
get the you know leaves out of my gutters, my downspouts the other day. I didn't notice any of this because it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Like I said, people just go on Twitter looking for a fight and then they write about it. I was talking to one of our buddies yesterday, Jody B. You know yes, him, right? Yes, Jody B. from the well, Po' Boys well, podcast. Yeah, we were um, biobidet.com, promo code Po' Boys. Anyway. <laughs> Why are we doing that? Why do we care? You know, he's on there talking Jody, about- man. Jody's awesome. I know. I like Jody. Uh, he was saying that he's trying to teach his son how to wipe his ass, and his son thinks he just jammed some paper up there and pulled it out, and that's wiping your ass. I said, son, why don't you just teach him how to use the bidet? Right? Just take it to bidet and let them use it. Like, I guess a three-year-old. That could get messy in the bathroom. Like, there could be water everywhere. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. We so were DMing ahead. back and forth on Twitter. And I said, you know what? Here. Here's my cell number. Just text me, dude. Because I don't get notifications on, on tw- Twitter. I have them turned off. I don't need right. it blooping every time something goes down in the world of fucking tw- Twitter. So I said, look. I open up Twitter when I'm in the mood to dump the tar, the black tar out of my heart. So in other words, I don't want to do that to you. So the only time I ever open up Twitter is when I want to get get on there, take a big shit on the internet, and then I close it, you know, without wiping my ass. So that's what Twitter's for, man. Nothing else. I understand that. But to me, again, I'll go back into the gender dysmorphia where we are allowing that to rule our everyone else. In other words, the low, I'm going to say it, lowest common denominator, someone that has mental issues. What are you talking about? They, that's the, to me, the transgender community, people that need help mentally because they were born one way and think there's something else and everybody's going to get on my shit. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't know what you, listen, it's not me. I don't, I don't know what you're going through and I don't care to know what you're going through. But for them to go in there and just make everything about them and you can't talk about them, you can't you can't say anything because people get pissed off. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to change you. You do what you do. But I can't figure out all the all the shit that's going through your head that makes you you. I can't figure that out. I don't want to be bothered. If I address you the way I address you, you either like it or don't like it. I don't care. I don't give a fuck at all. I've got... I mean, my attitude in in real life and online is fuck you and your fucking feelings. I don't care. Right. I don't care. I, if you say something retarded, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to call you a retard. You know, I, I, um, Bob, you can't say retard. Uh, I just did. I just, uh, oh, sorry. Retread there. Is that no, better? I, I don't have a, you know, we used to use the word retard all the time. Retard didn't mean mentally ill. Retard meant stupid. No, it, it, it doesn't. Well, I have another story about this whole Twitter. Where, in other words, where something happened on Twitter and it became a big story when it isn't really even a story. So Tropicana, they had an ad campaign, which they put on Twitter. And they basically said, parents, you're juggling it all. Find the ultimate moment of brightness for yourself wherever, whenever with a Tropicana mimosa. Of course, hashtag take a moment to make your mornings a little brighter. Hashtag Tropicana. I'm offended. They're making fun of people who stutter. That's me. I stuttered. No, it says take a moment. Well, that's mimosa. Well, I don't care. It's triggering (laughs) me. Cancel Tropicana right now. All right. And then here, so immediately they jump right on it. 
the at Tropicana hashtag take a Mamona campaign, women lying to their families, sneaking off to consume alcohol, hidden in their secret compartments, slamming a mimosa in the laundry room isn't cute, and it's not treating yourself. That's 50s mother little helper bullshit. Fuck yeah, they should just drink straight from the bottle without the orange juice. Why do I need to hear from this guy with 138 followers? Why do I need to hear from them? Here's another Oh, one. so you're talking about at Juniper Green, uh, yeah. performance velvet. Here we go. Hashtag take a, a moment represents everything that is wrong with alcohol in this country. So what does Tropicana do? Now they have to bend the knee. Oh, so did they come back and like recall? No, they apologize. Of course they had to apologize. Here we go. Oh Tropicana. my God. We want to apologize to anyone who is disappointed in or offended by our recent campaign. The intent behind it was in no way meant to imply that alcohol is the answer or make light of the struggles of addiction. Get the fuck out of here. While we believed we were bringing the hashtag take a moment program to life in the right way through a message of positivity and balance mixed with a bit of levity, we hear the feedback that for some we've missed the mark. Accordingly, we're ceasing any further activity in support of the campaign. We value the comments and perspectives of a bunch of bitches on fucking Twitter. Right. Sorry, I added that last part, but come on. Well, again, that wasn't enough because someone's like, excuse me, but we don't accept your apology. Okay, well then fuck off. Right. You can't even do, you can't even, once you say something, they jump on you. Please put me CEO of one of these companies just long enough to deal with this kind of shit. If I was the head of Tropicana, my response was hashtag take them a moment Drink a couple mimosas. Maybe it'll kill the bug that's up your ass. And maybe you'll have a little bit of joy in your, in your life. Yeah. What do they call that shit when they dump alcohol in their butthole? It was a thing. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah you know what? I, because forget, I forget what they call it now. I don't know, but I know a lot of people that have uh, burnt their <clears throat> esophagus or their stomach is, is all torn up from alcohol. That they nice. end up jamming it up their ass because their, their colon and intestines will absorb it. I don't know what that's called. It's almost like a reverse beer bong. Like you have to put a beer, bo- beer bottle up your ass and then do a handstand or stick a, a hose up your ass like a funnel and then pour beer into it. Butt what? chugging. Butt chugging. Yeah. Alcohol enema or butt chugging is the introduction of alcoholic drinks through the anus into the rectum. So I'd tell them to go butt chug a fucking mimosa and, and uh, have a nice day, cocksucker. Yeah, I just, I mean, to be honest with you, as far as you can't write any, well, you can write anything you want what, on Twitter. I mean, what makes these companies even bother anymore on, on fucking Twitter? Well, they kinda. thought that they had this really cool thing where you, you put a, a little refrigerator somewhere and it has a little bit of wine, sparkling wine and some uh, orange juice, and you can make yourself a mimosa and have it. Why couldn't you just, listen, take the wine out of the refrigerator, take the orange juice out of the refrigerator, and drink it right in front of the kids. They don't care. Just call it your special orange juice. That's what my mom used to call it. But if she didn't use wine, she used vodka. What about the screwdrivers? Our new ad campaign is 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 going to be, hey, you know, hashtag make a podcast and just bitch about it. There you go. Right. The people on Twitter are too stupid to have a podcast. Well, I mean, we're on Twitter, so. Well, I'm saying that the ones that don't have a po- the people that are on Twitter that don't have a podcast. Aren't we at Bullhorn Pod on there? Yes, we are. Hey, all right. And I'm at Boomer Bob Show. No, no Boomer Bob or Boomer Bob Show. I'll have to look that up. God, right. I'm stupid. I just changed it. I was at Kick to the Junk, 
And I'm like, well, I don't know why I'm not doing this right. Hmm. I basically yeah, reused an old account for Yeah, you are at, at Kick to the Junk, but your name on there is Boomer Bob Show, I think. But I changed it. Did you change it? Yes, now I am at Boomer Bob Show. See, that's the other thing. I can't stand people that change it. Not you, but people that change it all the time. Like you change it once for a while. I know people that keep changing their name. I'm like, who the fuck's this asshole? And then here it's a friend of mine, yeah. and I end up blasting him when he's joking with me. Yeah, I, I had made that account back in like 2009 or some shit because I was joining like a Corvette club, you know, here in town, and the only way to communicate with them was on Twitter. So that was your uh, that was your fancy Twitter name, your funny fancy. Cool Twitter name, Kick to the Junk. I like it. Well, that was my gamer name back then. I used to game a little bit. And uh, yeah, my name was Kick to the Junk. Okay. Because going against me in a game, you're going to get your junk kicked. Speaking of Kick to the Junk, you know had a bad weekend? Antifa. Antifa had another bad weekend. What do you have against them, John? Antifa? They're just, they're just trying to make the world a better place. Antifa, to me, Antifa reminds me of... It, it's basically Discord... On a class trip. That's what Antifa is. It's so, the kiddie table at Thanksgiving trying to sit with the adults. Right. They are out there. They're gonna they're gonna punch a Nazi. They're going to uh they're gonna fight white supremacy. They uh, be honest with you, they wouldn't know a white supremacist if one walked up and kicked them in the junk. Uh just because uh, you are for good call a, a supporter of President Trump. Just because you have different views than they do, maybe your views are a little bit more conservative uh, than you're a Nazi. Because, listen, if they can't, if you don't agree with them, then you're just a Nazi. That's what the, that's the way they feel. Uh, they come out with, you know, they've got their uniform, they've got their helmet, they've got their goggles, they've got their skateboard, their backpack. You know, they're the juice in, box. Right, the juice box, their skinny jeans, their vegan, <laughs> vegan snacks. And they go out. Now, the problem is that they go out and they just pick on just unsuspecting older people. They beat them. They punch them. They hit them with shit. And when another group comes back to take them on, which would be the Proud Boys, they end up getting their ass kicked. And I mean kicked. So that was fun to watch. I I think I watched those videos. I think. Did you retweet them or something? I think I retweeted a couple yeah. of them. Yeah, because I commented because I was like, well, I can't tell who's who. See, I, I wasn't really sure who the Proud Boys and who wasn't because I was watching it on my phone. And it's not well, the thing, Max, but. the thing was that the Proud Boys actually hit them so often that they actually knocked their helmet off. So they didn't have a helmet. So then it was hard to tell who's who. Was that helmet the kind that you would put on a, a you know, like a, a retard who's known for bumping his head into stuff? Yes, the retard okay. helmet. Which is like a bike helmet. Yeah. Me. So I was kind of uh, happy about that. And again, the thing, and I'll call them out, the Antifa, they were there. What they were doing is they were ripping Black Lives Matter signs off of churches and setting them on fire. And I'm like, if you don't own it, you don't get to tear it down and set it on fire. So, you know, if you want to bring a Black Lives, make a Black Lives Matter sign, flag, or whatever, bring it, and you bought it and you burn it, that's on you. But to take and tear stuff down from somebody else that doesn't belong to you, as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, it's theft and uh, arson to take well, and I mean, burn you, it. you know, you don't... Uh, I'm not going to walk into a, a lion's den 
and start, you know, hitting them with a closed fist because they're probably going to all attack me, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what the video looked like to me. It was like two or three of these idiots walked into an entire hive of op four, you know, of opposing forces and was like, oh, we're getting beat up. Why are we getting beat up? You know what I really would love to see? I, I think they should do this. Big fat titties. Well, that too. But um, somewhere like Valley Forge or Gettysburg, you know, where they had this, you know, the, well, Civil War and then the um, Revolutionary War, have Antifa and the Proud Boys, like, line up on two different hills, get some drones, videotape it, put it on pay-per-view, and just let them go down there and beat the dog shit out of each other. No guns, no knives. Just go down there and just no fisticu- octagon ring with the cage around no, it. No, nothing. Just, just go down there and just no law enforcement. Fight. Just yeah. video cameras and yeah, everybody live streaming it. it. That'd be great. It'd probably be one of like the biggest live streams ever. I'd pay for it. I know I would pay for it. You'd have guys with like the cameras, cameramen. They would have like orange helmets and you know they would be dressed in orange so you can't hit them and then you have um you know the and then one side would have one color on and one side would have the other color on and you just blow a whistle and then it if somebody's really hurt you blow a whistle everybody stops and then the people run out with the stretcher grab them drag them off the field blow the whistle and then just start beating the dog shit out of each just start beating the dog shit shit out of each other again who I would think you that would get be to sponsor that? Let's see. The Cash App would definitely be one. Because, uh, you Red know, Bull? all these assholes, one of the things I do notice on, on when they're carrying some kind of a sign, they always write on the stick or on the bottom of the sign, my Cash App or my Venmo is this, donate to the cause. And it's like, are you out here protest, trying to get paid to protest, you piece of shit? That's hysterical. I mean, I've never you noticed know, that. Back when the, back in the, you know, back when they would, like, protest the vietnam war they weren't writing mail mail me money here's my address you know well on tiktok in the profiles now they put their cash app name or their oh Venmo. really see i don't go on there what yeah. are you doing on t- tiktok, TikTok trying to meet is my chicks? one of my favorite social medias because it can be whatever you want it to be whatever you're into It'll show you. In other words, my TikTok is full of barbecue recipes, low-carb recipes, uh, older women dancing, people ranting, a lot of conservatives, some liberals, because I love to laugh at them. But, but it just – and they make, and some people just make really funny videos on it. I was watching some, some TV show that's on at like 11 a.m. the other day, and it was like – it was – four of them on screen and two guys, two chicks, I guess they host a show called the daily blast or daily, whatever the fuck it is. And, uh, one of them was talking about, I love TikTok videos because I learned so much from them. And it's like how to cook this or how to do that and how to blah, blah, blah. And this one guy looks over and goes, aren't you like in your thirties? What are you doing on TikTok?" And I uh, dude, I about died. I was like, yes, I love this guy. Just give this guy his own show right now. Here's the deal. TikTok for, were, were for little kids. They would do little dances and do stuff like that. And then what happened, it was the pandemic. And the mothers were watching the kids do the dances, and then the mothers started doing it. So you got some 30-year-old, well, I'm going to say 25 to 45-year-old women in there, and they just started lip-syncing stuff and 
doing dances, and then they just it just went from there. I mean, there's hunting videos on there. There's a guy who's on a ship that goes all over the Great Lakes. It's an ore ship, and he's on there, and he just takes videos from the from the wheelhouse and shows you where things are on. And then when it was, when it was snowing the other day and he takes you down inside, shows you the engine room and offloading and unloading. It's really interesting. I don't know. I'm a fan of the TikTok. How long do you think TikTok was out before they had to be like, Oh shit, that's, that's nudity. That's porn. We got to take that down. They're pretty strict over there. TikTok. It's not Twitter. I'm going to, I'm going to say day (laughs) two Twitter. You can actually watch almost a two minute porn scene on Twitter. I mean, full naked penetration. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't. It's, yeah, it is crazy. Uh, and then I avoid that shit on Twitter. I just, I, you know, if I want that, I, I'm sorry. But well, if you go to Pornhub I, I, now. I can go slap my wife's ass whenever the fuck I want. If you have to go to Pornhub now, there's like 60% less uh, videos there because they just went in and purged them all because MasterCard and Visa said you cannot use our services to pay for Pornhub. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a dick move because if you want to pay for that, then you should be able to use a credit card to pay for that. This is my problem with it because they do the same thing with uh, online poker sites. Like if I want to put money in my account to play online poker, I can't use my Visa or MasterCard. They won't allow me to do it. So then you have to go and buy a gift card for, I don't know, 50 or or $100, and then come in and use that to put money on your online account. This is my money. I'm using your card to purchase something. It's none of your business what I'm buying, unless I'm buying something that's illegal. And as far as I'm concerned, porn's not illegal. But what they did on Pornhub was any video that they could not verify if the person was uh, of age or something like that, they wiped them. That was it. Like sixty percent of the videos are gone. So yeah, I know um, that um, Dunder Blunder from Down Under that uh, we know lost lost a couple of videos off of his account. From, what the hell did he have up there? It wasn't what you think it is. I don't know. Whatever. But I have no idea because you know I I never went and looked. I, I, I don't know if it was some kind of a cam girl review video or something. I don't know. Listen, I wasn't for censorship until you told me that. Now I'm for censorship. <laughs> Look again. I, I'm one of those people that are like leave me alone. In other words, I don't want anybody. Like I'm not for sex slave and the sex trade where you know Why people not? are doing That's cool. No, no. No, no, no. In other words, if people are being kidnapped and they are used as sex slaves against their will over there, uh, Jer- uh, Jeffrey Epstein over there, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you want to see a slick slave. Anyhow, um, yeah. Why is everybody, they want to tell you what to do now. Here, you can use our credit card to buy what this, but you can't buy that. It's my money. I want to pay for it. Don't be my mother. Don't be my father. They're, my mother and father are dead. All right, I don't. I'm perfectly able to make a decision on my own on what I want to buy. Is that man Justice Roberts partying with Wild Bill and the gang at Epstein Island? Ooh. Oh, look, it is it's Justice Roberts partying with Bill Clinton I'm and the gang you, dude, at Epstein Island. There is something there. There is something there. Here's the flight log. It's got his name on it twice. Jesus Christ. 
Jesus yep. Christ. If that see now the other night I was on uh, the Creatures of the Night with. Um, you wonder why the Supreme Court voted against uh, hearing the uh, Texas case. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, exactly, dude. I'm telling you. They, all, all they got dirt on all these motherfuckers. I man. had They're my tinfoil hat on the other night, and I was we were talking about all this shit. And I said, listen, just because I don't have proof doesn't mean it's not true. Just because you can't prove it 100%, where there's smoke, there's fire. And when you start seeing pictures of the Supreme Court justice in a pool on Jeffrey Epstein's island... And no, you find the out water. that Bill's like, there. They, yeah, they were in like the uh, ocean water. And uh, the guy. Uh, oh, that is a poll. You're right. I'm sorry. What's the guy's name that the uh, lawyer that was, teaches at Harvard that was. Can't think of his name now. Damn it. Damn it. My Swiss cheese old Go brain. Real quick. What was his name? I can't think of his name now. He was just. Um, he was representing. I think he's. No, he's not representing Kyle Rittenhouse. He's representing one of those. I forget, God damn it, I can't think of his name now. Anyhow, when you see all these major players in politics and everything hanging out, look, Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. all this shit, yep. the Clintons, mm-hmm. and then you say that uh, there's no such thing as a child sex ring. And all, I, I'm sorry, dude, there's just too much. I've got a, a video that came out the other day where. The former CEO of uh, Overstock uh, ca- ca- came out and said that he'd worked with the FBI in January of 2016 to arrange a bribe for Hillary Clinton. He uh, from uh, Turkey, and he they wanted the FBI wanted him to do this so that they could have dirt on Hillary because they really thought that she was going to be the next the next president. So they wanted to have dirt on her. All right. And uh, so he arranged it. It was a $20 million bribe, which she took it. And then um, and then she she somehow turned that into another $18 million bribe that he also helped. Take place. And. So, yeah, so she got another 18 million out of that and the FBI backed off on it. Because I and I don't know why I guess because she didn't become president or something but yeah it's I mean you I don't know why I'll, I can link you to the video but you don't know why you just showed me president or Supreme Court Justice Roberts in a fucking pool with them people yeah well that's why yeah. it's uh they're all dirty none of them care about you uh um I don't I have no intentions of taking any action regarding my next statement but if you've seen the tv show um designated survivor that shit needs to happen sorry I, you know what yeah i'm not calling for violence either but that's that seems to be uh something that i would say i wouldn't be opposed to it it's the only thing that would make the world a better place so i haven't really been this excited to listen to a podcast in a long long time well thanks john i like podcasting with you too all right but that's not what i'm talking about so Sammy the Bull Gravino from the um, New York Mafia. I can't think remember. He was in the um, Teflon Don. What's his name? God, I can't think. Of, I can see the guy's face, but I can't think of his name. The one that just went to jail. He was the head of the New York mob. Any Anything, anything you can think of there? What's his name? You mean Gotti? Gotti. Teflon Don, I could do, I could t- tell you what, how he dressed and all. 
Anyhow. Salvatore. Salvatore Sammy the Bull uh, Gravano. Gravano. March 12, 1945. He has a podcast out now. It's called Our Thing Podcast. Dude, they had the first episode out the other day. It is fucking amazing. Is it? This guy is just going to- What's it called again? It's called Our Thing Podcast. It'll be in- Our Thing? Our our Thing. A-U-R Thing You you fucking Jersey tomatoes. Y'all talk the same. Sorry. So- I'm just fucking with you. He is going to sit there and t- every week tell stories. Yep, there it is. And I'll tell you what, the the way that they do this, that it's got great um, sound engineering. In other words, there's music in the background. And it, is, it was 45 minutes, and I listened to it three or four times. It is an amazing podcast. But basically, what the government is, is a legal mafia. They use all the same tactics as the mafia does, except nobody's there trying to arrest them. That's the difference between the mafia and the government, in my I'm humble subscribed. fucking opinion. Yeah, it yeah, they only amazing. have a, one episode out. It's called The Tipping Point. That, that episode one I'm is called I'm telling the, you, it's an amazing podcast. I can't wait till next week. He was the underboss of the Gambino family. That's it, the Gambino family. But then he was also uh, in the other family, the – what are the five families, since you're sitting there looking it up? Well, I'm actually I'm I'm not I'm uh I'm on the uh, Apple podcast. I hate trying to Google shit show. while we're doing a podcast. I'm just gonna, who cares? Everybody else does it. Mafia. Why can't we? Families. Here we go. Let's see if it shows you. Um, he was also in the Colombo family. No, the Genovese family because they were the really vicious, and that guy killed a lot of people. He was ruthless. Uh, Sammy the Bull. But he's 75 years old now, and he's you know, yeah. what? He's, yeah. he's sitting there in his chair. He's having a cigarette or a cigar, and he's having a little bit of whiskey, and he's sitting there telling stories. And I'm telling you, he's I like would junior, be able- junior Junior Soprano. Yeah, kind of, sort of. But, but the guy just, you could tell he's old school, and I would be able to sit there and listen to his stories all the time. I, you know, it would just be amazing. So... Uh, yeah, that's a great podcast if you want to check it out. Our Thing Podcast. Yes. All right. Do we want to get into the COVID-19 stuff? Oh, God. Here we go. COVID-19. 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 What? COVID-19. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's so, bad. How do you I feel mean, about rim jobs? I understand that. But I'll tell you right now, COVID's bad right now. My cousin, the Jimmy, who used to be with me on uh, some of the uh, Brand X podcasts and stuff that we have done, he's got it. He's got the COVID. But he's he's 62. Um, he's a cancer survivor, and he seems like he's doing okay. I check him on, on him every day. I'm worried about him. But it looks like hopefully he's going to come through this right now. And uh, maybe it was because of rim jobs, you think? I have no idea. <laughs> you gonna help me out here i just tried i wasn't there here, this is what i did i i threw it to you bob like in other words i took the beach ball and i threw it to you because this is your story yeah and i popped it because that's I, what i do, do to beach balls there. when just they come sat, my direction you sat there that's why i carry a switchblade all right pop it's gone me i'm talking about this is your story no i, I just fucking look You've got you've got the new NYC declares war on rim jobs in a graphic health department memo. <sighs> so they're 
there, uh, the New York City's Department of Health is bending over backwards to warn the public about a whole new threat. Now, Rim see, jobs. See, shouldn't they be bending over forward? Now, would not everybody knows what a rim job, like the actual definition is, John? Would you care to enlighten? New York City is bending over and grabbing its ankles about rim jobs. So rim jobs <laughs> is where you take your tongue and gently, or maybe or not, basically what you're doing is you're taking your tongue and you're punching them in the fart box. You're eating ass. You're eating ass. That's eating what ass. you're doing. I'm, I, uh, you're in a Chinese restaurant and you're having the poo-poo platter. Listen, I do not partake in this particular activity. I've never have, and I never will. But uh, apparently, this will, there is there. If you have the COVID, it will be in your feces, and they know this because they would get, the board of health would go to an area and check the sewer plants for the virus, and if they found a large amount of virus there, they knew that the, the area was a hot spot. Yeah. So your ass can be a basically COVID-19 hot spot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're tongue punching somebody's fart box during a the pandemic- the last concern you have in the, on, in, in the world is getting COVID. Then you, you're definitely not worried about it. And as far as I'm concerned, if you get it, you deserve it. That's the way I look at it. I'm not. Well, a, there's, there's kind of a, I want to say a conflicting story coming out of. Uh, let's see, got to open it here. Pennsylvania Health Department issues preferred COVID orgy regulations. Now this one's close to home because I live over in Jersey, which is right across the river from Pennsylvania. You know that Dr. Uh, uh, Rachel Levine, boy, isn't she a looker? <laughs> well, she's another one of hey, our... I use the proper pronouns. Right. She was a he. She that looks... That looks like if, you're, if your Uncle Jack put on a wig and your grandma's glasses. Right. It, it just looks like somebody lost a bet and had to dress as a woman. It It kind of reminds me of, like... If the bad guy, what was his name, Edgar from uh, Men in Black? Yes. If if he wore a blonde wig and some glasses, as, you know, with his face all, you know, like that's a like guess. he got Bell's fucking palsy, right? Anyway, um, yeah, just so she um issued new rules for large gatherings where you might end up having sex. These large gatherings where you might end up having sex are also commonly referred to as orgies. Right. I don't think she's been in an orgy in a while. I, well, if so, I think she's going to want to read the previous story we talked about that, uh, the you know, New job. York's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I wonder, you're I wonder to, if she knows about rim jobs. So you're supposed to limit the number of partners of your orgy, but try they don't tell a, you how many. Try to identify a consistent sex partner. Identify. Wait, I'm going to fuck you all night. Is that what they're t- talking about? Or like, I'm going to marry other words, you. So basically what they're saying is you just don't run around sticking your dick in everything. That's All what right? orgies are about. I understand that, but it's, it's I mean, just that, that's what consi- mine are. Yeah, but they're saying that they want, you should have a consistency. See, in other words, if you were going to do this right, what you would do is you would make yourself a COVID bubble where you would find people that worked from home, that didn't go out, that, and then you would all get tested 
And then when you all tested negative, then the group of you could get together and grease yourselves up like pigs. But they're taking strange off the plate, man. Well, I understand that. But see, there is a pandemic here, and this is what they're talking about. So basically, identify, isolate your sex partners, and then wear a face covering, avoid kissing. How are you going to eat ass when you're – oh, yeah, you're not supposed to. Right? And do not touch your eyes, nose, mouth with unwashed hands. Well, I mean, probably shouldn't know where do those that hands anyway, right? Well, actually, I do orgy. know where they are. Then I wash your hands I... with soap and water often, especially before and after sex. If soap and water are not available, use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. But what then... about li- I mean, they, what if they made a hand sanitizing lube? I don't think that'll work it because might, it's alcohol-based. It and that would sting. It would burn like the dickens there, Bob. I would imagine that would be like, you talk about your ring of fire. I would imagine that would hurt like the Dickens. Like, did you ever, as a, have you ever like tried to uh, spray, like the Eddie Murphy routine? Do you ever take and put some uh, aftershave or anything on your balls? No. You've never Although done that? one time I did sit on a rag that I thought was dry, but it had just a smidgen of paint thinner on it. Or gasoline. And so I like sat down for a break on a like a five gallon bucket, and it and the rag was there. I thought of it as a cushion, and it had paint thinner on it. And I was basically peeling dead skin off my balls for three days. Yeah, in other words, it burns like hell. So then oh, it says, yeah, well that that's what made me reach down there and go, hey, why is there skin coming off my nuts? Kind of hot. So now they say, uh, if you usually meet your sex partners online, consider taking a break from in person dates, video dates. Oh, that just doesn't make any sense. What I guess what they're saying is instead of going out and meeting people in person, consider doing online dating like video dates, sexting, subscription based platforms, chat rooms might be an Why option. Just tell everybody, just stay home and jerk it. Right. Just go home and yeah, basically uh, protect yourself and your partners from COVID-19 during sex. Avoid kissing. Kissing can easily pass the virus. Wear a face covering or a mask. Do it doggy style. During COVID-19, wear a face covering that covers your mouth, nose is a good way to add a layer of protection during sex with those outside of your household. Jesus. What about if you wore a mask on your butthole? Well, I mean, I don't understand what that would do. I don't see how that would help. I don't know. It it just sounded funny to me, so I wanted to say it. Okay. Some things in my head don't always work out outside outside of my head. Right. Yeah. It's got to be tough. You know, in other words, getting a shot of strange in, in the pandemic is basically got to be tough. Well, I mean, I'm you know married anyway, so. Mm. Well, that's true. Believe it or not, I don't crave strange. It's weird. Oh, you're getting older, Bob. No, it ain't that. I really enjoy... Being with my wife, man. She's all right, Bob. Here we another commercial. Another commercial for Bob's wife. <laughs> Brought to you by Boomer Bob. I'm I'm easy to please, I guess. I don't know. I guess. All right. Uh and then also now they're rolling out the vaccine. So people are getting the vaccine. They've already had it where people have had allergic reactions, major reactions where they had to be administered uh something that would I guess it would be like uh in What's that movie? 
the movie with uh, Will Smith when he was a dating consultant. I can't fit Hitch Hitch. Right. I, ne- I never saw it, but All I know right, the so movie in Hitch, there's this one scene where he's allergic to uh, shellfish, but he didn't know it. And uh, he goes out, eats it, and his face swells up like a – it just swells up. And then they take him to the drugstore yeah. and they get him that shit that you give kids to calm him down. Ridlin? No. That, Prozac? No. <laughs> this is horrible. I, I can see the bottle and I can't think of the name of it. Alcohol. Good smack in the mouth. Forget it. I can't, belt, I can't. A belt, I, I, I can't, a belt I across the backside. This might be the end of the podcast, Bob, because I'll be honest with you. I can't think of the name it's of okay. – the shit that's – it's driving me crazy. Is it a pharmaceutical or it's something over the over counter. the counter? It's over the counter for allergies. For allergies? Like Benadryl? Benadryl. There you go. Benadryl, Bob. How does that calm a kid down? Well, see, well, we if you had a kid that was running around crazy – you would say, "Oh, look! He looks a little like he's a little uh, he's allergic to something." You give him a little yeah, Benadryl. He got some allergy. Oh, because it makes you makes, makes you drowsy you or something. It makes you drowsy and sleepy. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm picking. Jesus up Christ! I can't think of Benadryl. God all damn right. it! Well, now they got Claritin, Allegra, all this other bullshit. Ugh! Drives me crazy when I can't do that shit. Uh, now they gave a nurse in Tennessee the vaccine, and right afterwards they have the press there so she steps up to the podium and uh here's what happens when you woke up this morning did you know you're going to be receiving the vaccine i did yes so you know all of my staff um we are excited to get the vaccine you know um we are in the covid unit so therefore you know my team will be getting first chances to get the vaccine and i know that um it's Really, I'm sorry, I'm feeling really dizzy. Uh-oh. How, how much are they paying you, stupid bitch? Oh, I'm sorry. So she walks away from the podium, and then she passes out. Down goes Tiffany. So basically, she she passed out, and that was that. Strike one. <laughs> but they said, she. they came back and said, well, you know what? I pass out a lot when I get vaccinated. I'm yeah, like, you know, I, I was getting vaccinated like two months ago for no reason. I was like, honey, you want to go get vaccinated? Man, I'll be damned if I didn't pass out. No, wait a minute. I was drinking alcohol. My bad. So here's the thing about the vaccine for me is... That if you get if you're healthy and halfway decent shape, that you have a ninety nine point nine percent chance of getting this and getting over it. Yeah, you shouldn't take the vaccine, right? If, if you're not in a risk group, hand, don't take it. Right. If on the other hand, um, you're overweight, you have asthma, you're older, uh, you might want to take a chance on it. Have possible comorbidities. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You're yeah. diabetic. I think it's funny that Trump's not taking it. <laughs> well, you know who took it this morning, don't you? Pence. Pence rolled up his sleeve right on camera. I don't believe it. Uh, uh, there was a doctor that I, I need to, I meant to get with my wife before this episode and get this information from her. She has a clip of a doctor who was 
rolling up his sleeve on camera to take the vaccine. And when you zoom in on it, the plunger, when the needle went into his arm, the plunger was already flattened out. There was nothing in the fucking needle, like in the, no you know, shit. The, well, he can't yeah, do that. It was, it was, it was empty. He basically just had an empty needle put in his arm and then pulled out. It was fake. Like it went into him, but yeah, you can't do You can't yeah. push air into your body. It'll no, it was, it was, but there was the plunger was bottomed out. He, there was just, there was nothing inside of it. So he just put a needle in his arm, pulled it back out. It, there was nothing. It was Jesus so. Christ. Yeah. It was, it was faked. I'm telling you, dude, I, I don't, I look the more the, spent, the more the shit that goes on here and the more that we watch and the more that we can see with our own eyes and the more that people can isolate and look at things the more that you realize I'm just going to say it that this whole virus has been politicized just to just shut this whole fucking economy down to ruin the United States to get Donald Trump out of office and I don't fuck is all that's what I'm telling you fuck is all if you don't believe it I can't help it it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. We've had uh, flu vaccines for the better part of tw- 20 years. The I just best had one two weeks ago. The best they've ever worked has been roughly like upper upper like 50s percentile as, as far as like effectiveness goes. Uh, I think the worst was only 10%. I think that was a 2003-2004 uh, you know, vaccine. But the best was I think 2006-2007 was close to like 60% effective okay now i'm not saying that there's not a covid virus i'm not saying that and i'm not saying it's not highly contagious and i'm not saying that people can't die from this i know i know they can i know they can but there are right now you're seeing people that are getting it that are high profile that are getting this thing that are older that are having it for five days and they're sick they'll tell you man they're sick as shit but it's a bad if they they always describe it as a really, really bad flu. And they get over it. You had it. If our flu vaccine, the best it's ever been, which was 13 years ago, was upwards of 60% effective, how the fuck in, what, eight months can yeah. they make a, a vaccine that's 95% effective? And then, then you have Dr. Corey, who testified before the government, and came out and provided thousands of pages of data that show that ivermectin, which is 12 cents a dose, it costs you about $2 for a week's worth of treatment, not only prevents COVID, it treats COVID and cures it. Nobody dies. If you get it early, if you get it early enough. Okay. And I, I saw that video and we talked about that on the creatures of the night. I was like, oh, well, it's it's a, for heartworms. Good. It is so for heartworms. So, so if you got a few pills left over and and your dog takes a nasty shit and it got worms in it, give some to your dog. Good for you. Who cares? Here's the deal. These doc, the Dr. Corey, he went, and this was on C-SPAN. So he goes into a, uh, a, a Senate committee and he's talking about there was a group of doctors that got together. And they're not crackpots. They're... The top in their field. And they said, look, with this virus that's going on and how bad it is, we're going to take a look and see what we have already out there as far as medication and treatment that would treat this virus. And they did a study in Argentina. 1,200 people, 800 people took ivermectin, 400 people did not. They worked in the healthcare industry. Out of the 800 people that took 
ivermectin, not one person caught COVID. Out of the 400 that did not, over 50% of them yeah, caught like the COVID. 58% of them caught, caught COVID. COVID. Right, yeah. exactly. So now, here's the deal. If we were able to take ivermectin as a preventative and it worked, this would fuck their shit up. All those, all that money they spent for these vaccines would not be needed. Well, I, I talked about this on, on my latest episode. What I said was that, you know, 12 cents a dose ivermectin doesn't pay uh, for Jimmy Kimmel get on to get on there every night and talk shit about Trump. It doesn't pay all these high network mil, multi-million dollar a year fucking salaries that they get. Listen, they are going after the 21st of uh, January, January, they're not going to have Trump to kick around anymore. He's done. In other words, I don't care what anybody says. No, they're going to come after the, the Trump supporters that are still complaining. Let them come. Let them come. I'm Who gives saying, a I'm fuck? Saying, just, you can't, what are they going to do? Well, they're not going to start telling the truth. I understand that, but, but here's my here's my issue with this whole thing as far as the election. If you're, I knew as soon as they said they were going to they were going to do mail in uh, voting, mail in yeah. ballots, that this was going to be a shit show, and I knew it, and it was all right. Now, can you prove it? No. Did it happen? I guarantee it happened. I guarantee it happened, but we can't prove it. So what are we going to do? So look who we got. Now we got Biden as president. And and behind him, you've got Kamala Harris. Every time he goes up on stage, she takes a can of Pam's cooking spray and sprays the steps down that he's got to come back down out of. You know, she. I'm telling you right now, I don't see him making it a year as president. I don't. I don't think he'll make it till January of 2022. When Obama got elected in 2008, he stepped down from his Senate seat two days after the election. Kamala has yet to step down from her Senate seat. I understand, and I know why. Because this, again, she wasn't Just in sure. Case. When Obama was elected, the other person conceded. Who was he run against? Uh, he ran against uh, McCain. No, that was the first one. But the second That's one. That's what I said. 2008 okay. was okay. when he did that. John he, McCain. Yeah. So once John McCain conceded, yeah, Biden said, okay, I'm giving up my Senate seat because I'm going to be the vice president. And then everybody was like, Palin, let's see. But, but then some, here's again, you know. the thing with, uh, with Trump is he's not conceding. So I can understand why she's not doing it. Um, and that's fine. But they have the office of the president-elect and the office of the vice president-elect, two made-up. Off right. well, they're playing what? house, dude. Uh, right now, you know where I'm sitting right now, Bob? I'm sitting in the office of the podcast elect. In other words, I have a little seal off camera here. It says office of the podcast elect. Yeah, this is the office of the boomer elect. Right. And it doesn't matter what they call it. They can do whatever they want. But the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden is either going to be the 46th or the 47th president. Because if I said this before, if I was Trump, I would quit. As soon as, um, they, as soon as they verified it, I would just say, you know what? I'm stepping down. I'm not going to sit there and walk out of here as a, as a loser. You know, I'm not going to sit there and shake their hands and all that other bullshit. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And that's that. And then he would make um, Pence for the 46th president for, what, a month, if that. And then he could do all this shit. I did get this right before we went on with this show. 
Oh. So basically, I love it when you hand the, you hold the camera up to the phone. I have to read it. It's so, Pentagon halts Biden transition briefings now. Okay, but, where is that? Know, wait a minute, hold on. Where's that story from? Where's that from? Axios? Axios. Okay. Now the the only thing is is I I kind of thought about it. They could just be doing it because it's Christmas break, man. Or they could be doing it because uh, Hunter Biden's in trouble. He's being investigated. They got to like figure out a new angle. Well, not only that, but if they find out that Joe's, you know, doodad's deep in this fucking scandal too, they could end up impeaching him before he even takes takes office or impeaching him right after, which I think they knew he, that wouldn't surprise me either. How would that work if, if, if they found a way to kick Biden off before he's inaugurated, would that mean that Kamala still I don't. I think that's why they're going to wait. Gets to move on. They'll wait until he takes the oath of office. I hate this shit. I want it over. I, like I want this election shit to be over as bad as I want this COVID shit to be over. Well, again, people, we're so used to having everything wrapped up in an hour show. We're so used to having everything in our beck and call, two day delivery, all that other bullshit. Sometimes things take time. As we you know, just hit one hour on our recording. Right. Well, here's the other thing too that. Uh, I remember one time I went to a uh, Italian restaurant and I ordered this meal. It was a little, took a little while. I'm sitting here and I'm kind of, you know, you get antsy when you're waiting a while, you're hungry. And the guy comes out, the, the, the chef comes out and he goes, hey, I understand you've waited a little bit, but I make a special meal for you. And again, a good food to take a time. You're good food to take a time. I guarantee you will love this dish. It is amazing. I said, okay. And he was right. Anja. It was amazing. I forget what it even was, but it was an amazing dinner we had. And uh, good food take a time. So sometimes things take time. I don't want to tell you. Can I, yeah. You can't rush everything. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our buddy Howard Stern again. He's um sort of, you know, I don't, I couldn't tell if this came out when I when I'd read it or if it was like something old, because it seemed like it could have been written like a, you know, a year ago, but you know, with him getting his new or his renewed five-year deal with Sirius uh, XM radio, whatever this came out a week later about Howard Stern being a big giant Scrooge. Now they used the term Scrooge and I thought, well, well he's, you know, inked a $120 million a year deal but he's not going to give anybody like a Christmas bonus, right? No, it's basically it's people who have worked on his show over the years have basically come forward in other in varied interviews. This whoever wrote this, uh, this was from John Levine. Uh, doubt any relation to Rachel, <laughs> Doctor Rachel. Uh, not sure what uh, news article news outlet this is from, but. It, uh, I'm sorry, New York Post. So right. this was kind of gathered with basically Stern is a big giant prick. He's a cheapskate. He doesn't want to give anybody money. Um, a longtime engineer for the show. Scott, yeah, Scott, the engineer. Anybody, if everybody is listening to the show, I'm sure I've heard of Scott, the engineer. Yeah. So he, I guess his wife had uh, been battling non-Hodgkin's lymphoma since 2013. And uh, even with the insurance, you know, treatment-related costs had drained his finances. So he wanted to know if it would be okay if he created a GoFundMe page to raise some extra cash. Well, according to multiple Stern Show sources, Marcy Turk, the chief operating officer for 
the Stern show, told him that he could proceed. But okay. no mention no mention of Howard Stern or the show was allowed. So he, he compiled a GoFundMe and he netted seventy three thousand from some diehard fans, which is awesome. Right. So he right? gets that money. All right. And again, the only reason that Scott the Engineer got seventy three thousand dollars on a GoFundMe is because he worked on the Stern show. Yeah. And the people know him from the Stern show. And they they donated to it, even though there was no mention. It got out, and they they actually, um, and he got the money for that. And that's fantastic. But what happened next was that people started running their mouth, and it wasn't even Scott the engineer that did this. No, all right. So, and I think it was that asshole stuttering John. Well, they began to to um, point out that Howard hadn't put any anything in the. Uh, and in, in the pot either. Right. All right. So then um I guess the dude's wife died. They had uh moved him they moved uh Scott the engineer to another floor, removed him from the show scripts, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And gave him and Stern re- reportedly gave Scott the engineer the silent treatment. Well, his wife died in, in twenty eighteen and uh Stern allegedly sent his condolences through email uh, at the staff's 2019 Christmas party. Uh, Scott, the engineer's new girlfriend, tried to record some of Stern's remarks, leading to an altercation with the COO of the show. He was then given the boot for a few weeks. Sorry, he he was given the boot a few weeks later. There's no indication that the events were linked, capping a 33-year career with Howard Stern. Um, then Ar- Artie Lang chimes in. Ask yourself why all of your ex-loyal servants hate you, he tweeted at Stern. All right. So this guy's a dick. All right. Here's the deal. And I, I got to tell you, I'm going to take the opposite tack on this. The thing about Howard Stern is, you know, the only person that that show can't go on with, and that's Howard Stern. The only reason that Scott the engineer is Scott the engineer is because whenever there was a problem, he would bring Scott in and talk to him on the air. He would do things that were taboo. No other radio station would bring the engineer in and yell at him for whatever was going wrong, the same way they wouldn't yell at a producer. And that's how Howard Stern made his money. He took these guys, interns, uh, and just made them characters and made them entertaining. Now, Artie Lang is a different story. Artie Lang was a comedian. He went on the Stern Show, and he was an amazing third person on the show between yeah. him and Robin. And then what happened with um, Artie was he self-destructed. He got on heroin. He was falling asleep on the show. And then they were even trying to let him go through all that. And then during their Christmas break, he drank police and stabbed himself seven times to try to kill himself. <laughs> really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he tried to commit suicide. What and at dummy. that point, they blamed Stern, his family, Artie Lang's family, blamed Stern for the fact that they they were that he was using his addiction for ratings and Stern was like fuck this so Artie Lang is they he just took him off the show and I don't blame him for doing that so then Lang gets all pissed off because now Lang has been blackballed from the show and then you have Grillo right well he was again, a, he was an unpaid guy. intern for six years I yeah, mean this, well, this get, man he, you know how long unpaid internships are supposed to be for a semester he was yeah. there for six fucking years. Yeah, I want his potato. I would want his potato and give him his potato, his baked potato. I would microwave his potato. And then 
when Stern wrote a book, he actually dedicated the book yeah, he to did. Gorilla. That's true. Grillo did get to use the fact that, hey, known from the Howard Stern show, coming up next to the stage is Steve Grillo. Right. But the thing is, he was an intern. And if he was such a talent, if Steve Grillo was such a talent, he would be doing something right now. But right now, he's got a podcast. It's Steve Grillo. I said, Steve Grillo, I got a podcast. I, I named it Top Shelf Liquor. We got the Top Shelf Liquor podcast with Steve Gorilla. He said, that's uh, slave labor. I was a slave. You can't have people work 60 no, no. hours a week and not pay them. Okay. Well, you know, that's you also don't have to do that. You could right. quit and go somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere else. No one told you to do that. You hung in there because you were known. And the other thing was they were getting gigs from like advertisement sponsors would have them come to their their place of business. And, you know, uh, I don't know, Bob Big Boy's uh, restaurant was having yeah. Steve Gorilla from one to three on Saturday. Right. And he would get five hundred to a thousand dollars for showing up. That's true. All right. And so then of course So you know, do me a favor, spare me your crocodile tears about how you didn't make any money when you were this is an intern and your job was to wash and microwave Howard Stern's potato. How much money you want for that? All right. And then again, the biggest jerk off in this whole article is stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> John Melendez. Hey, I'm allowed to do that. You're not. Listen, that, I'm black. I can say the N word. He, you know, again, I back when Stutter and John was on the show, I said if that motherfucker didn't stutter, he would be the most annoying guy at Tower Records at the time because that's all Damn. he would have been good for. But the thing was, he stuttered and he had. No idea he would go out and ask celebrities I mean, they crazy what questions to that other people would write for him. Yeah. And, you know, he, and, and again, Stutter John was trying to uh, sue Howard Stern for Howard using uh, John's voice and everything on the, on the replays. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure that he signed like a whatever. Right, Release. then he goes and signs up for the Tonight Show to be the announcer. They Again, Jay Leno <laughs> hires a stutterer to be the announcer. What's wrong with that? I don't know. So, All right, thank uh, you. So Stutter and Justice, when I got my wife pregnant, he told me to abort the kid because I'd be fit to be a father. And guess what? Howard was right. Howard was right. You know that man, I don't know if you – Keep up with old stuttering John, but God, he's a fucking pathetic idiot. Again, I knew that. I knew he would be. He really is. He is so pathetic. But the and thing is. I have tweeted at him, and I've slid into his DMs and shit, trying to get him to hook up with me so I can cure him of his speech problem, but he won't listen. It, uh, well, good I luck I think he you. knows you know that that's the only thing that makes him interesting. You should try to cure him of his, his uh, tech, uh, podcast technical problems. That's what you one should try to cure One thing at a time. Of. One thing at a time. Um, but the thing about Howard is that he took a sh um, a chance and he changed the way that radio was done. Uh, and the fact that he's made all this money is because, listen, he could retire right now. He has enough money to retire and live out a happy life. All right. I'm sure he's got money and everything else and he can and he doesn't have to go in now. He does. That's the only reason he signed another I'd still, deal. I don't. You know, if I cleared 90 million last year and I have, 
you know, an entourage of fucking interns that, you know, work for me that can barely make ends meet. I'm going to, I'm going to do them up, but that's just what kind of a guy I am. Okay. But again, these guys, I mean, I'm sure he's got people that he's going to pay. First of all, when Howard does decide to retire and be done with the show, Gary Delabate has a book in him that's going to be worth $100 million for all the shit that went on behind the scenes, the shit that you don't know about, all that stuff. The tell-all book of yeah. what happened at the Howard Stern show told by one Baba Booey it is going to be – it'll be the best-selling book ever. And you I think Baba Booey ever. would do that to him? Once that he, – he's not paying Howard anymore. Once Howard's not paying him anymore. Once Howard's not, yeah, once he's not on the payroll anymore. Once he's not on the payroll. That so. is – He probably gets a lot of abuse, too, uh, even off camera, sure. off mic. Yeah, this that chick Marcy Turk came in and basically um, demoted him. So, yeah, he's still sitting there. He's Listen, Baba Booey's no dope. He's sitting there. He's riding. He's making good money, and he's riding that wave all the way to the beach. And when it's over, he's going to write that book, and he's done. He's going to – he'll be able to retire. So – and I honestly think that the only reason that he is uh, – Howard's doing another contract is so that uh, Fred and Robin will be – have enough money to retire after this. So we'll see. But listen, I listened to Stern for a lot of years. I was a huge fan, and uh, I finally jumped off when he went to America's Got Talent because I couldn't stand – him coming in, the only he was only working three days, and then he would come in and talk about America's Got Talent, and I could care less about America's Got Talent. And I pulled the cord, and I did away with my serious subscription, and I've never been back. So I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I don't think I would be too interested in the version of Howard that they have now. I don't know. Maybe. You mean woke? I don't think he's – well, uh, he's – yeah, I guess he's as woke as as he could be. But uh, and then again, I, I love the past that he gets because the fact that he has not been canceled yet for the shit that he did in the 90s. You got to be kidding me. The amount of stuff that Howard did. I mean, blackface. <laughs> just amazing. I, I can't believe that he has not been canceled. Uh, but we'll see. All right. Uh, we've been rambling a little long. Do you yeah, want to have do your uh, knock that shit off? Oh, you want another edition of Knock That Shit Off? Yeah, we got to do some kind of uh, production for that. I just did. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all you get. All right. You want more I'll, Patreon and shit? We don't do whatever. Pa- I'll tell you what. We are not doing Patreon. I'm, I, I'm not going to sit agree. here and shill for a dollar. I agree. I'm not a whore, although no. I am for sale. If you'd like to contact me, I can tell to you how you can send you, me money. It costs, listen, it costs me. Twenty dollars a month to put this podcast out. It's five dollars a week. I don't need your money. Just That's your way ears. more than it's worth. Um, so, I've been seeing commercials here where I live lately for Alabama, the state where I live. They show some uh, old timey destinations that have become landmarks, like. Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals. You know that's where that's where all the greats recorded back in the day, like Aretha and all them and. Leonard Skinner and all the all the greats recorded there. They show the Alabama Theater or some guy who's fishing in still waters. A beautiful sunset on the countryside. Well, knock that shit off. I live in Alabama, dumb fuck. Even if I didn't, 
the old-timey country bumpkin throwback to segregation imagery is not enough to make me want to spend my leisure fund in a state that can't pass a lottery bill or legalize medical marijuana but finds the time to pass bills totally, totally reversing Roe versus Wade and making it illegal to stay in the left lane on a highway for longer than 1.5 miles. If you're so invested in an increase in tourism in this state, how about fixing the infrastructure first so that people that do visit have a pleasurable experience? If I'm having company from out of town stay at my house, I'm going to clean the place first and fix the wobbly handrail before grandma grabs a hold of it and falls off the front porch on the way, on the way into my house. Also, how about advertising to people who don't already fucking live here? It's useless to sell beer to people sitting at a bar drinking beer. It's not your target market. And whoever is in charge of the tourism committee in this state needs to knock that shit off. So you guys don't have the lottery? You don't have a lottery? We got Tennessee uh, lottery. I can drive 10 minutes to be in Tennessee and play lottery there or drive another like 45 minutes to my east and be in Georgia. Okay. And so but basically play what you're there, saying but, is that Alabama does not have the lottery. No. I mean, we barely have paved roads and indoor plumbing. I think they, voted, uh, I think they voted in blowjobs like last week. All right. Well, I don't know why you live there. Um, my property taxes for 1.06 acres is $411. All right. Well, then there you go. A year. So I get it. I understand. I mean, taxes on a house that I have was $8,000 a year. 8000 And that you get two trash cans, and if you fill them up, Sorry about your luck. That's it. That's all you get. Around Christmas time, you had to take your tra- you have to take and take your trash and segregate it because it has to go out in like four or five weeks because yeah. they, you get two cans and that's it. So, and again, I don't know. I guess where you live is where you live, but uh, I understand the same thing that you're saying because there's well here in New Jersey we get ads for like. Massachusetts, the Eastern Shore of Maryland, Delaware beaches and stuff like that. That's something like three, four hours away. But we don't – there's no New Jersey ads playing in New Jersey or you know, right. through – actually, it would be through Philadelphia TV. I mean, they're like the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail or whatever the f- fucking – it's like, who cares? Like, why? I, I know that that exists. There's like three of those golf courses right here where I live. I don't need, I don't care. I don't care that there's 37 golf courses or whatever the fuck it is throughout the state. The, who, who's got the time to do that? Well, I got to tell you, there's, I don't know. If, I can't remember if this is either Alabama or Arkansas. I'll be honest with you, to, to me, those two states are exactly the same. I, I know that they're not, but I mean, basically, the people that live there are kind of basically the same. And a guy videotaped. We kicked videotaped. their ass last week in football. There you go. A guy recorded. What he did was he was outside holding a Black Lives Matter sign on a corner. And he recorded what people did and said to him the most. Oh, I bet that was interesting. Racist, offensive shit you've ever heard <laughs> come out uh, of They wouldn't do that here. And uh, I'm talking we, about. I'm talking about ladies in their 60s and 70s would roll over and roll down the window and use the N-word. And wow. I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, that is sad. And But the guy who was holding the Black Lives Matter sign was a white guy. And they called him a race traitor and 
what about us? And oh my God. And that's sad. It was a Yeah. So it's on YouTube. If I can find it, I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. I'd like this. to, I'd like to check that but out too. It's, it's, it's sad, but yeah, I would like to see that just to yeah, there was a lot watch of, how it all transpired. There was a lot of racism going on down there. So it's still down there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, well, listen, uh, you know, I'm glad you're happy in your racist state with your uh I'm I no mean lottery. I'm content here. I there's a lot of grievances, but I mean who is one hundred percent happy with where they live? Exactly, Bob. I don't know anybody that is. There's, so there's pros and cons where you live, no matter where you live, right? I mean I mean, you know, I don't necessarily need the temptation of scratch offs when I walk into the gas station. Right. There you go, Cause Bob. Because I'll be like, you know what? Let I think the, I got you an know extra what, 40 bucks sitting here in my pocket. I'm going to fuck it up. You know what, Bob? Let the government control you and let you have what you, sh- you know, let them control what you can have and not have. I'll just That's get my money to is. Tennessee. That's it. Right. You're going to go to your, na- so what you're going to do is like you're a kid and you're going to go to your neighbor's house to watch the porn channels because you can't yeah. get them at home. I get it. Call it what you want. Yeah. I get it. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, if you'd like to follow the show, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bullhorn Pod. And when I say at Bullhorn Pod, I mean at Bullhorn Pod. That's the name. Any questions, comments, complaints, you can call the voicemail number and tell John to go fuck himself at 856-599-8558. That's 856-599-8558. Or send us an email at bullhornpod at gmail.com. And we might actually check the email once in a while. I think it goes right to spam. I don't know. Anyhow. That's uh, not nice. <laughs> and I'll put a link to the Discord if you want to come in. That the, would be uh, awesome. Bill, come in and we'll ban you. Yeah, come in and we'll instant ban you. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, just come on in. We'll have fun. We'll kick it around. Um, Bob will get all racist on you. Just yeah, that's right. I would. And if you, if you, I think if you post enough times, it unlocks a channel where you can see my nipples. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you haven't posted in there enough. See, not you're, you're not even active enough on your own damn Discord. I'll have to do that. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.